Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Your sweet little baby seems uncomfortable today. During a diaper change, you notice his bottom is red and irritated. What could be causing this irritation? Is it his diet, his diapers, or is it something else? I'm Dr. Tara Zanfleet, board-certified pediatrician, and you're listening to Newbies. He's gorgeous. Um, it's a girl. Surprise! The whole family's here! So when are you having the next one? It's just poop. Ready for another? Wow, you look really tired. Ready to go back to work? Yellow poop? Seriously? Did you sterilize this? Sex? Now? You've got to be joking. You should sleep when the baby sleeps. She doesn't look anything like you. I thought you already had your baby. I did. Babies don't come with instructions, so there's newbies, helping new moms and new babies through the first year. Welcome to Newbies, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Newbies is your online, on-the-go support group guiding new mothers through their baby's first year. I'm your host, Kristen Stratton. I'm also a certified birth doula, postpartum doula, and owner of Induces and Doula Services. If you haven't already, be sure to visit our website at newmommymedia.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter. You can also subscribe through our show through iTunes, so you automatically get new episodes when they're released. Sunny's here to tell us all about ways you can participate in our new show. All right. So we want to hear from our listeners, and we have some segments that I think you guys are really going to like. So the easiest way to find out about all the segments is to go to the website at newmommymedia.com. Newbies has its own section on the website. So you go to shows, scroll down to newbies, and that will open up the newbies portal on the New Mommy Media website. And then from there, if you click on segments, you'll see all the different segments you can participate in. Um, some, of the, some of my favorites are – there's a segment called Baby Oops where mamas get to share their funny uh, stories of um, taking care of their babies, their newborn babies. And the funny things that happened, um, maybe it's something funny that your baby did or it's something funny you did, maybe on accident, maybe something a little bit embarrassing. Those are the best ones. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear those stories. We'd love to share them with our audience. Um, let's say another great one is that you can submit your own questions. Um, so if you've got something that's going on, obviously, if it's something that really needs attention, call your doctor. But if it's something that, you know, um, you just have a question about, we can certainly ask our experts. And then when they answer the question, then we'll take your uh, question and their answer, and we'll put it on a future episode so other parents can benefit from that. So again, go to the website, check it out, a um, bunch of different segments on there, and you can submit via voicemail straight through our website and uh, via email as well, again, through the website. All right, let's meet our panelists. Hi, I'm Brittany. I am 26. I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I am a stay-at-home mom and a birth doula. I just started my own business. 
And I have one little girl. She just turned 11 months. Um, I'm Ruthie Slatham. I actually just turned 29 and forgot. You said 28. Um, I did say 28 in the last one. I'm actually 28. (laughs) I own Mama Ruthie. I am a clinical lactation specialist. I am a postpartum doula. I am a placenta encapsulator. I do belly binding. I do pretty much everything postpartum. I have a five-year-old boy, a -a two-and-a-half-year-old girl, and a six-month-old girl. I'm Jesse. I'm 26. Um, I'm a childbirth educator and a doula. I have two um, little ones. My daughter's two and a half, and my son is almost a year. All right. Welcome to the show. All right, mamas, we have a baby oops segment for you right now. I love this segment because it's so funny to hear the stories. Um, most of the time we've, we've been in these moments, right? But I'm so glad you guys are willing to admit some of this. It's so funny. Okay, so this story comes from Sue, and Sue says, After a few days, I'm turning into a zombie. So my husband promises to start waking up in the night with our daughter. She starts crying in the middle of the night, and it doesn't sound like he's getting her. So I'm like, Christian, go get her. He says, I am. (laughs) I turn on the light, and he's sitting up with a pillow on his lap, and he's burping it. Oh, my goodness. I so wish you had this on camera, Sue, because this is hysterical. You hear about this kind of stuff, right? But I'm telling you what, if you don't get sleep, you turn into a crazy person. And it sounds like that's what happened in your house with your husband, Christian. So thanks so much for sending this in. I was laughing my butt off when I first uh, read this. So thank you so much. If you guys have a baby oopsie you want to share with our audience, we would love to hear it. Send us an email through our website, newmommymedia.com. And also through the website, you can even send a voicemail so you don't even have to pick up the phone you can actually just send it right through our computer so there's more information about that on our website and i can't wait to hear all of your baby oops today on newbies we're discussing causes and remedies of diaper rash our expert today is dr tara zanvliet who is board certified in three separate specialties pediatrics, internal medicine, and integrative holistic medicine. Thanks so much for joining us, Dr. Z, and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Dr. Z, what does diaper rash usually look like, and how does it affect baby? So there are a couple of different types of diaper rash, so they look different. Generally, it's red, (laughs) lots of red. So there's irritation-type diaper rash, which is like irritation to the diaper, the urine, the poop, something like that's irritating it. It's generally all over kind of a pinky red. Occasionally, it can actually like open up and be oozy or like a sore. And then there can be irritation just at the anus, you know, the little hole right there, just there. Um, That's kind of irritation type. And then there's infections. So different infections look different. It can be super bright, shiny red with little red dots along the outer edge of it, which is more like yeast. It could also be pustules, like little pimples that actually look like they're going to break and have pus. Um, And that's usually bacterial. Um, Or it could look like someone sat your baby down in hot water and scalded them. And how would a parent know if they were wiping too much or too hard? Oh, that's a great question. I don't think you really can know. But Obviously, if the kid cries, that's probably a bad sign. Um, (laughs) Yeah, generally, it's gentle. 
You don't really need a lot of pressure except for the meconium. And we'll, we can talk about different ways to make that easier. But generally, they don't need a whole lot of wiping. I mean, for urine, it really, there are people who don't even wipe at all. They just put a little, you know, mm-hmm. squirty water on there and you're done. So very gentle. It does not have to be a whole lot. So during those days when baby is still passing meconium, do you recommend using any oils or balms to protect baby's skin during wiping? Absolutely. Nothing better than olive oil. Good in the pan, good on the butt. We're all good. Yes. <laughs> Coconut oil is another good, good one and it smells better. So yeah, yeah. any oil. grapeseed oil. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Any oil at all is going to work. I mean, you could use Vaseline if you want to, but why when coconut oil smells so much better? Um, <laughs> you just stick it on. Even they say even before the first poop, just as soon as they're born, slaps them on their booty. And then that meconium, that thick, thick paste stuff, it'll just it'll come off a lot easier because otherwise you will be scraping and you'll be sitting there going, can I use my fingernail? Really? (laughs) You know, yeah. poor little rat. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. What alternatives to using a disposable wipe would help alleviate baby's discomfort? Oh, yeah. Best is a nice, really soft cotton wipe, hemp wipe, whatever. It's something natural fiber and really soft. Do not use a terry cloth uh, wipe, you know, like a hand wipe. They're just not soft enough. You'd think if you have flannel, flannel is great. But most of the baby, you know, washcloths are usually pretty good. But just that water works beautifully. And what kind of balms or creams, if any, do you recommend for a mild case of diaper rash? Oh, I've got lots of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, a lot of it depends on what the cause is. I usually say, depending on the level and what's the cause, you'll know what to put on it. So the first minor level of, of diaper rash is usually irritation diaper rash from, you know, and the, yes, they always say, you let you didn't change their diaper fast enough. Just another thing to make parents feel guilty of doing something wrong. They didn't, babies, you know, you change their diaper, they poop immediately. You didn't know and oh well. So it's barrier. So putting a something that's waterproof barrier down, keep the urine off of the skin. So barrier things, it can be zinc-based. So that's where the desitin comes in. It can be coconut oil. It can be olive oil. Vaseline or A&D are sort of the ointments. Aquaphor, any of those things work really well as a barrier. And usually for mild, that's usually enough. Um, How often should a parent change a diaper to prevent rash? Babies will have at least 10 diapers a day that are wet. So you're going to be changing every two hours. And usually if you hit it every day, if you're like, okay, I haven't changed them. It's been like two hours. Check them. They're going to be wet. And how would a parent know if a child was having a reaction to the diaper itself? Oh, and you know what my son said when I was coming here? He goes, mom, you're not going to talk about me, are you? And I'm like, of course I am. It's my duty to embarrass you. My son was allergic, flat out allergic to one of the uh, disposable diapers. Back then, we did not have any diaper services and we didn't have a washing machine. So I was certainly not going to be carrying it all to the laundromat. And uh, so I used disposables and I tried to get all the natural ones. Well, he had a reaction to one of the natural ones. I thought, ooh, you know, so I changed it to one of the brand names and he was blistered in two changes. Yeah. So usually it will be a very fast rash, usually with some blisters the entire area, including the front area and around the legs, because anywhere the diaper's touching, they're allergic. So it's not just the booty. It's not just, you know, um, in the center where the pee may hit. 
it's the whole diaper-covered area, and it's rapid. And if parents use cloth diapers, what would be some of the causes of diaper rash? Basically, it's when they're sitting in it too a little too long, and too long is all nebulous, but generally, it's going to be irritation diaper rash from sitting in pee too long or poop. Um, sometimes it'll even just be teething poop, because that, seriously, you could get that off within 10 minutes and it's still going to be a rash. The other thing to watch for is if it, if the diaper rash is an infection type, sometimes the diapers will have the infection still in it. So if you have an infection type of diaper rash, bleach them. Bleach your diapers, not your kid. Your <laughs> Sorry. Clarification, <laughs> yes, please. Uh, yeah, bleach the diapers because okay. it will keep going. Sometimes a detergent too. Yeah can mess them up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So panelists, what have been your experiences with mild diaper rash and what are your go-to remedies? Um, We had a hard time with disposables. I went through a couple different brands to see if maybe it was a particular brand. And then it seemed like once we switched to cloth, she just stopped having a lot of problems. Now the only time I really see it, she kind of has a pattern. She'll get a diaper rash once she's getting ready to start teething. Mm -hmm. And then she gets like the raspy voice and the snotty nose and, oh, teeth. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good that you noticed that though. Mm -hmm. It kind of helps. I mean, this last week was a different story. She she had roseola this last week. And so she had diarrhea and her poor bottom was so sore. Um, There wasn't a whole lot I could do for that at that point. I would just, with the coconut oil, Mm keep slathering it on. And I got to a point where she was so sore that I just rinsed her butt in the sink because Mm -hmm. she just hurt too much to touch it. Yeah. Yeah, So um, we found that cloth diapers work really well for us, particularly um, natural Fibered cloth diapers, so organic cotton seems to work better than um, like microfiber, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, tends to hold the ammonia and all that stuff. And I just feel like that's when we get reoccurrent rashes. But yeah, and then we just do, I have like a little jar of coconut oil and lavender and tea tree, and that pretty much takes care of anything mild. We did naked time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Naked booty, man. Naked yeah. booty is the best. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, if it's just too raw to do anything and you know maybe it's, maybe it's not cracked or anything but it just just enough where I don't really want to put anything on it to that might hold the moisture against the skin mm-hmm. just let my kids mm-hmm. be naked and you know give them like 30 minutes and then if they were really little we would do tummy time at that time so hopefully everything would go down onto the towel <laughs> instead of flying up into the air especially if you have boys, boys. <laughs> so we do tummy time naked time and then just you know put the ball on like coconut oil. We did use um, desitin sometimes too, but, you know, just so that it would be dry and we wouldn't be holding moisture in Mm -hmm. to the skin. So that worked for us. And it's cute to see your baby's naked butt. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bonus. Um, For me, my poor first baby, um, we had a really bad diaper reaction to the one of the mainstream diapers and it's like first time parent you don't even realize what's happening until your baby's bottom is seeping blood and it's like okay so um doing one of the natural diapers switching from mainstream wipes was massive for us that do not have alcohol yes and we did just uh, we used paper towels for a while too just to try to get his poor little bottom to heal um we also do airtime i'll open the window and let them get some sunlight on their bottom. That's great. Yes. Um, and breast milk. 
<laughs> the miracle drug. Just squirt yes, some everything. breast milk. On. Breast milk yeah. works beautifully. If breast milk and coconut oil yeah. can't fix it, you need to go to the doctor. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Doctor Z, how would a parent know if their baby's rash was related to something in baby's diet? So food related, especially breastfed babies, the rash is going to be more at the anus. So if you've got butt cheek redness and you separate the butt cheeks and it's kind of clear in between, it's probably not from eating something that or something in the breast milk. Yeah, it's going to be right at the hole and then surrounding. When we come back, we will continue our discussion about more severe cases of diaper rash and what it might mean if your baby's rash doesn't clear up. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. We're talking with Dr. Tara Zanfli about how to soothe your baby's bottom during the diaper rash. Dr. Z, sometimes a child will have a severe rash, which may include cracking or bleeding of the skin. What can a parent do to help heal the skin? So again, looking for cause, right? Is it a an infection thing or is it an inflammation thing? And generally, once you're cracked and bleeding, it's going to involve infection too, because look what they do in their diapers. So generally, there's a couple of things I always say you've got to have sort of like three parts to your treatment. One is a barrier. One is something for the an infection and something is for decreasing inflammation because that it just has gone too crazy. So we had something, I'm going to out the University of Texas uh, pharmacists. We had something called Happy Hiney, <laughs> Happy Hiney Cream, which essentially was a mixture of de- three parts, equal parts, desitin, hydrocortisone cream, so cordade, over-the-counter cordate, and not cream, actually. It was an ointment. And then nystatin, which is the antifungal. And it was three parts equal. You mixed them up. You just slapped it on their butt, and it was a miracle. It was beautiful. So a natural version would be like some coconut oil with uh, maybe split it 50-50 or less with some tea tree oil, which is anti-inflammatory, right? And then yogurt. Ah. So there's a couple of things like if it's yeast. Okay, so that's like the really bright red, shiny with the little red spots along the outside. Um, It also kind of smells a little bit potatoey. But anyway, things that you can do, you can you can put non sugar yogurt right on it. Plus, you know, give it to them, you drink, eat it and then breastfeed any of that. You can actually take probiotic capsules or whatever, um, crush them up, make a paste and stick that flat on. You can uh, use some apple cider vinegar. If it's open, don't. They're going to scream at you. Uh, but but it, it does – it helps a lot. Obviously, breast milk, right? And old-fashioned – reveal some of my age. No. It's <laughs> gentian violet. You can paint it right on. Now, it will stain everything purple. But gentian violet works beautifully right on if you know it's yeast, you know? Um if it's bacterial, which is more like the little little pimple pustules, like they really look like little white-filled blisters, those can be dangerous. And depending, that's when you definitely want to see a doctor. Sometimes by looking at it, if it's extensive enough, we will actually give your kid antibiotics by mouth, and we generally try not to. You know, that would be a, a danger th- sign. Other little things you can do too, um, oatmeal, just plain old oatmeal. You can put it in the blender and stick it on. You can buy the Aveeno packets, you know, stick that on as like a you know, little paste. Baking soda, you make a little paste out of baking soda. That's another one that people like using as well. But uh, get a lot of that. And 
doctoring if it's really severe. So do any of our panelists have experience with a yeast infection on the bottom? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) As they collectively sigh. (laughs) Yes. That's the one thing that we've escaped. Yeah. Mm. We've had thrush, but not anything on the bottom. Yeah. So my daughter's yeast um, was more dietary. So we don't do like carbs or conventional sugar at all, but then she would have yeast. And we called them the yeasty beasties. <laughs> they are a beast, especially yeah. if you're a cloth diapering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Word yeah. to the wise, just get disposables while you're dealing with yeast because they come back. Yeah. yeah. So we did all a lot of those things. that yeah. We did the apple cider vinegar and the baking soda baths and herbal baths and coconut oil. And then they'd come back and they'd come back and they'd come back. So we actually noticed it was more of a dietary issue with her where if I was giving her too much fruit – it would show up. And so it was more of a balance of like, yes, you love bananas. You want to have them every morning <laughs> and fruit. And, you know, we're going to do veggies. And then also we noticed meat would kind of um, activate it too. So, you know, play with your kid's diet, I guess, and, and bring balance. But probiotics are a must for our little one. Um, so we make milk kefir and water kefir and we ferment veggies. And if she doesn't have it, she gets yeast. And then what we do is we have, like you were saying, that barrier. We have to do a barrier for her because that ammonia, that is very like burning acidic urine just makes it grow. And then with cloth diapers, oh my gosh, this was the most discouraging thing because we thought we've escaped the rash problem and then you've got a rash and then you wash the diapers and you do the strip system and then you've got another rash. And so if you don't deal with the problem at the root, it comes back and it comes back. And we actually ruined a whole set of cloth diapers because I had stripped them (laughs) so many times. But yeah, so I finally gave up and I was like, okay, disposables all the way. And then we have disposable rashes now, right? And so it's like this (laughs) terrible, horrible cycle. Um, And it took us a long time to realize it's a dietary thing. That's where it has to start and then going from there. But I mean, as a parent, like that whole mom guilt, right? You're like, my kids having rashes and we don't do anything, you know, we're not eating bad or, you know, and it's just, it just happens, you know, and have grace because every kid has their own little system going on and it can be really discouraging as a mom. Yeah, it's not always because you're doing something wrong. Yeah, it's not always because you're doing something wrong. Yeah, they have their own system. Yeah. Yeah. Unique system. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Brittany? Uh, yeah, we experienced a yeast rash. Thankfully, it was before we used cloth. <laughs> um, but then we, too, had the disposable rashes. But we ended up having to use the Nystatin cream mm-hmm. to get rid of it. I didn't even think about things like yogurt and probiotics. But mm-hmm. um, thankfully, we haven't experienced thrush either. But I noticed that, you know, if I was having issues. It seemed like she started having issues. And so when I started taking the probiotic, that actually yeah. seemed to help oh, both yeah, of us. So, totally. Yeah. I do have a question, though. Now, if someone, if their baby had a yeast problem, would breast milk help? Not generally. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it has sugar. sugar. Exactly. So I would it think works that would better for the inflammation types and, of course, bacterial. But, yeah, yeast, it doesn't, it actually sometimes will feed it. But generally, if it's topical, if you put the breast milk on the butt, it won't do it too much. So but. maybe that could be an indicator. You can't figure out if it's Bingo. yeast or not. Yeah. Does breast milk make it worse? Yeah. <laughs> There you go. A booby test. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just let it be naked because you feel there bad you that right. you made it worse. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
And can medications such as antibiotics sometimes make loose stool and diaper rash more common? Definitely, especially yeast. When you get rid of bacteria with an antibiotic for whatever you know good reason, uh, it will kill some bacteria out of the gut. And there's always yeast in the gut. It's supposed to be there. We're supposed to have you know acidophilus and sarcomyces and things, but then they go crazy. And yeah, definitely. So a lot of times with the antibiotic prescription, <laughs> here's your prescription for nystatin. Are there any things that a parent could do to prevent or minimize the yeast when they know they're going to be on the medication? Yeah, that's when the the um, probiotics become important. Mom, take them if you're breastfeeding. Uh, give them a little powder off your finger. Give them some yogurt if they're eating, uh, kefir, whatever. They they do great with that stuff. Yeah. And panelists, what over-the-counter products did you find to be the most helpful or did you choose a homeopathic remedy to help with your diaper rashes? Uh, we tend to stick to the more homeopathic options, especially with the cloth. Your options are a little bit more limited mm-hmm. or it gets a little more complicated. You know, you have to use something to protect your diaper and all that fun stuff. Uh, so we really just – we do milk baths if she gets a rash. Mm. And she – I mean, she loves the bath anyway. So why not? It's good for her skin. It's good for my skin. So <laughs> get my own little spot treatment while I'm helping her to her bottom. <laughs> and then the coconut oil. Those are like our two staples. Um, I pretty much use coconut oil. I'm third kid. You kind of can keep it under control before it, it's an, a problem. And then if it does get – a little bit more serious. I do like uh, Bordeaux's butt paste because it smells like <laughs> vanilla. <laughs> and if it if I get one that sneaks in, like maybe we're on a trip or something, and you just it happens, I will do. Uh, we call it the big guns. We do Aquaphor with uh, desitin, mm-hmm. and we and we just spackle it on. You cannot mm-hmm. put too much desitin over the Aquaphor, and that that's the things that we tend in rank of seriousness. So. <laughs> So that would be the big guns. Yeah, yeah. those are the big guns. Appropriately named. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, And then for us, um, we tried lots of uh, different things. The two that I really like that are kind of natural but over the counter are California Babies Mm -hmm. diaper rash cream. It's kind of pricey, but it's really awesome. It's really, it works. Um, And then Grovia makes this magic stick. And I'm not kidding you. It's called a magic stick for a reason. And so, like, we do homeopathics. We like that. So if we're going to do something over the counter, we tend to lean in that direction. But those are our two. Well, thank you, Dr. Z and our lovely panels for chatting with us today about diaper rashes and treatments. For our Newbies Club members, our conversation will continue after the end of this show, as Dr. Z will offer some tips about how to choose a pediatrician that is right for your family. For more information about the Newbies Club, please visit our website at newmommymedia.com. newbies. So it's time to read a comment from one of our listeners. And this comes from Janet. I love getting responses from you guys. So this is what Janet writes. She says, hey, newbies, I really enjoyed your recent episode about giving a newborn, your newborn baby a bath. So wish I had this information six months ago when my son was born. I'm a big fan of all the new mommy media podcasts. And I'm wondering if there's an easy way to search all of the shows and see what other episodes you have on giving kids baths. I just want to be better prepared so I know it lies ahead. Janet. 
Okay, Janet, so I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. This is actually what I have to do sometimes. So New Mommy Media, we have five, six, I lost track, honestly, how many shows we're producing right now. And um, sometimes I have the exact same question, you know, okay, you know, where else did we talk about baths and what did we say about baths? And so... This is what I do. First of all, I usually go to newmommymedia.com and go to the search bar and just type in baths or baby baths or something like that. Use some keywords there and it should pull up all of the content, not just episodes. So you'll get some stuff in there. You may need to filter through a little bit. But anytime we talk about baby baths. So that's one good way to do it. Um, You could just go to the episode page for the individual shows and through there you can see a complete list of all the episodes we've ever released for that podcast, but that's not going to customize your search, right? You're just kind of searching um, through the titles there. I did check out the app, and I will say through the New Mommy Media Network app, you can search, but you can't do an overall search across all the shows. That's actually a really good idea, and I should look into that. Um, But you can, again, search for the individual show. So you could go to newbies and search, you know, baby baths and newbies. You could go to parent savers or preggy pals or our you know, any of our other shows and search individually, but it's only going to bring up the search results for those individual podcasts. So anyways, I still think searching on newmommymedia.com is the easiest. You know, I mean, I have to do that anyways when we're planning new episodes just to make sure that we're not covering the exact same topic. So hope that helps. And Janet, thanks so much for reaching out and we really appreciate your question. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Newbies. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals, for expecting parents. Parent Savers for moms and dads with infants and toddlers. The Boob Group for moms who breastfeed. And Twin Talks for parents of multiples. Thanks for listening to Newbies, your go-to source for new moms and new babies. This has been a New Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health, or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.